This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. On today's episode, we have a husband who is in love with another woman from another country, a mother-in-law who's embarrassed of their bilingual grandkid, OP's social media account was discovered by their family, and a doozy of a story of how OP met her husband. For patrons, we have a painting that created an awkward moment, so head on over to patreon.com slash cultivatepodcastnetwork uh, to hear that bonus story, ad-free episodes, and additional content. Reddit on Wiki starts right now. Get therapy. What's up, Wikimaniacs? And welcome back to the first Monday episode of Reddit on Wiki of 2024. Right? Yes. Is it? Well, <laughs> okay. we have the we have the best, we have of the best of episode. Oh, that's right. But real. Episode true, true, epi- true Monday episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm your host for today. It is I, your punny Pinoy John. And as usual, I am joined by the most handsomest boys in the world. We got Josh. We got Sean. Say hi, fellas. Hello. Hi, fellas. <laughs> wow. That is such a dad joke. I am <laughs> proud <you>. of you. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, did you guys have fun over uh, New Year's and Christmas break? I don't know if we talked about that yet. Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a good Christmas. Uh, too much food, way too much food. Mm. Best food you ate? I mean, it was mostly turkey and stuff. But, uh, okay. So, so all of that. Um, and then Sienna and I have been on a bit of a health kick for the last few days. Ooh. Uh, trying to start our, you know, resolution early. Uh, while we got the week off, so. Nice. And smoothies and salads and wraps all week. Okay. By you, Sean. Anything could, fun, my guy? Could not be me. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I got sick. I explained it a little bit on Friday. I was a little bit sick during Christmas weekend, uh, but feeling better, ready for, uh, uh, you know, New Year's hasn't happened, but I'm manifesting that it was a fun one and uh, I didn't get a hangover. Well, that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. Well, I celebrated uh, my 10 years with Juliet. Yeah. Uh, so, like, we had, a, we had a lovely dinner, and it was, it was so good. Can't wait to uh, have that again someday. But uh, we had omikase, like a, a Japanese omikase of, of different cuts of meat. And, of course, Sean is going to judge me for this. But, yes, we did cap it off with A5 Wagyu in the end, and it was... Not I as would good never as the one judge York, anybody for A5 yeah, Wagyu. Yeah, pretty good. Sean is I fucking very love A5 Wagyu. What are you talking about? <laughs> very pro Wagyu. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Ate too much, but it's all good. No health kick, but 
hey, we're happy. We have more life, more love. So Hell yeah. 10 years. Holy shit. But congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Brother. Thank you. I am spoiled by her. But anyways, let's get on to <laughs> our you pay for uh, dinner. For, of course she did. I got, <laughs> I got dinner next because again, we back, baby. back to back celebration. <laughs> yeah. Let's no, go. I'm taking her to Nobu for her birthday and my wallet is already hurting. So. Ooh. Holy Nobu, shit. Nobu. But Nobu. Ooh, I'm going to get that Chilean sea bass. Just, I'm going to send it straight to Sean. Will. So just be like, here you go, brother. <laughs> All right. First story of today. And of course, we're going to kick it off with one of the goats. And this one is cross posted by Z Mitch 8. So shout hey, out Z Mitch 8. Goat. A listener. For sure, a listener and a patron, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 100%. Yes. And uh, I am going to step into your toes off the bat, Josh. Wow. Starting uh, the year off breaking rules. Oh, my God. This is from r slash am I wrong. Oh, no. Okay. God. But they didn't ask is the question in the end. sacred anymore? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ask the question in the end, so I was like, I think I could get away with technicality from this. My New Year's resolution is to contain my rage, but I'm, <laughs> you're pushing it right now. <laughs> White, unadulterated rage. But the title is, Husband, 45 male, is in love with a lady, 38 female, in Thailand. And he has left our family home to be with her for two months overseas. He says to be patient and he'll choose me or her when he comes back. What can I do to save our marriage? Why is that am I wrong? Why is that in the am I what? wrong summary? <laughs> don't, I don't know. save it at all. Uh, that's a divorce. That's a divorce. <laughs> what are you talking about save it? Yeah. So much fucking divorce advice this year already. Well, the stories we get are crazy. So They're <laughs> they, warranted. They merit it. We're they not just handing it. out divorces, guys. Yeah. You get, they're no. earning it. Leaving you for two months to go to Thailand for another woman is divorce. And then to be like, uh, I'll make a decision when I get back. Like, this is the fucking yeah. bachelor. Uh, brother, this is real life, man. Crazy. This is like uh, Lily and uh, was it Scooter from uh, How I Met Your Mother? Leaving them on a hook. <laughs> Pretty true. Uh, all right. So it goes as this. I'm 32 female, completely blindsided, and I'm an emotional wreck as I love him still. And it will be hard to raise kids by myself. My kids, what am I going to do? We have a loving relationship until he completely blindsided me by announcing that he's talking to this lady located in Thailand every day for six months and he's in love with her. She's his soulmate. So right under my nose uh, that he has been rerouting all of his mail to a box located in a UPS store. What? He booked the place. It's wild. He's already planning to leave her this out. Is so yeah. premeditated. He booked a plane ticket and five-star hotels in Thailand and has left our family to be with her for two months. I found out three weeks prior to him leaving from a text message from travel website on his phone and confronted him. Then he told me everything. For three weeks, I tried everything to save our marriage. I begged him to stay. I told him it's dangerous and give us a chance to work on our marriage. Whatever it is that I have done, I can fix. Just give us a chance. I got marriage counselors on Zoom. I even told him I am willing to pay him $3,000 to cover the plane ticket if he cancels or at least postpone it. What? Yo. What <laughs> Save that $3,000 and put it towards a divorce lawyer. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Uh, 
This is so that it gives us precious time to fix whatever could be wrong with our marriage. He walked out. He said he loves me, but is not in love with me like his is with her. Like he is with her, sorry. He says to be patient, and when he returns, he'll then choose between me or her. I'd be like, bro, I'm not going to be here. Yeah, there's not no. going to be a choice to make, brother. <laughs> no fucking choice. Yeah. The, the balls to be like, oh, both these women love me enough that they're going to stick around for two months for me to decide. Right? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I, I am 100% in belief that he didn't tell the, the girl in Thailand that he's a married man. With oh, kids. 100%. 100%. He seems like the type of guy. Yeah. Or, um, or he's just trying to get citizenship and does not care really one way or the other. Maybe. That's some nice TLC. To be fair, some ninety day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not blaming her at all because we have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. Uh, like what she, well, like she could be. It could be that. Could be she just wants someone and he's there. Who knows? I have no idea what her perspective on this is. No matter what, he's fucking trash. No, yes. yeah. It's so unfair. It feels like walking up a mountain trying to reason with someone when their heart isn't with you. So I want hope. Is there any hope for our marriage? And what what can I do to save our marriage? None. Um, has anyone been able to save their marriage after the husband left? He said he will choose between me or her when he comes back, so there's still hope. Too long didn't read. Husband is in love with a lady in Thailand, and he has left our family home. Oh, by the way, they had two children, about, they're about 10 each, uh, to be with her for two months overseas. He says to be patient, and he'll choose me or her when he comes back. Is there any hope for our marriage, and what can I do to save our marriage? I think any partner leaving for two months... Without a good reason, you know, like work or, you know, family emergency uh, over, but also like to leave you for another woman double over. Like that's just why try and save that if he do, he's not even trying to save it. He's willingly going off to be with another woman for two months. For me, it's over. Why? Why even bother trying to save that? Like, like, yeah, it'll be tough for you with the kids. Uh, but take him to court, get like as much Milk money it. as you can and oh, then yeah. find someone who you know, like bring, like brings you something to the relationship, like benefits your life rather than takes from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be a little painful at the beginning, but in the end, it's better for your kids to have you a hundred percent taking care of them uh, rather than a, uh, a father who has one foot out the door uh, all the time. So Yeah. I mean, I feel really bad because you ha have not asked for this at all and you have tried to keep this marriage together. But if only one of you is trying to keep it together, there's no point in trying. Agreed. Oh, uh, one comment. And uh, before Sean uh, makes a comment about it, uh, this one is from uh, one of our list or one of our people in subreddit. Spotty Bell uh, commented, nah, they were 35 and 22 when they had kids. How Ooh. old were they when they met? High school girl and a 30-year-old? So, Sean I didn't rule? even put that together. Wait, I didn't <laughs> even so... see their fucking ages. What? So, he was 45, and he she was 32 female, and their kids are about 10 years old. Oh, so. my God. Okay, yeah. I was baffled by the whole story. I glossed over that entirely. <laughs> Sean rule. Holy shit. I wonder how old the Thai girl is. <laughs> Who fucking knows? The Thai girl <laughs> is 38 female. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't believe anything he says. <laughs> go off, brother. I know you have a lot to say. Okay. I was already upset before the fucking grooming. Uh, because, you know, they had kids at 22 and 35. Who knows how long they'd been dating prior to that. Uh, this is fucking, uh, what is it called? Stockholm Syndrome? I mean, of course, not a doctor at all, but this sounds like yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> sounds like Beauty and the Beast. You know what I mean? Like she's been fucking trapped and this is the only thing she knows for however long. You know what I mean? So, yeah, she's fucking brainwashed. This is so many Icky. layers of bad, even before you fucking hit me with the Sean rule thing. Uh, <laughs> like, what was his end game? Prior to you finding out through the text that you weren't supposed to see, was he just going to fucking vanish for two months? I think he was going to dip, bro. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say, yeah. being so adamant of trying to save it now makes sense because she has probably been brainwashed since, you know, I think that's all knows. she knows, right? Yeah. Which yeah. sucks. Uh, so also, I will say about the Stockholm syndrome. Some people say we have misused that before. So I don't know if that's actually oh, okay. the problem. Uh, whatever Beauty so. and the Beast had. Uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we're like, maybe this monster is so obviously, yeah, obviously not, uh, basing this off a Disney cartoon. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, like that, that now makes sense. Why this OP is so adamant about trying to, you know, fix it because look, the real answer is don't fix it. Obviously don't fix it. it he, he planned to vanish for two months. Mm-hmm. And who even knows if his original plan was to come back after two months and then make a decision. Also, you're foolish to think that he's going to make a decision that isn't the Thai woman that he already left you for. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, There's yeah. still that 50-50 chance he doesn't pick you. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I would just change his mailing address already. She's yeah. going to yeah, leave. Everything is just so premeditated. Like, he's been, like, planning some evil plan 10 steps ahead. Uh, divorce, absolutely fucking mm-hmm. divorce. And then, you know, you're worried about raising the kids, uh, milk that man for his money, <laughs> milk it for all his dude, child support. If he has enough to go to fucking Thailand for two months, he has enough to pay child support. Uh, yeah. so fucking, I would fuck it. Yeah. D- don't even try to fix it. You know, let him think like, Oh, I'll be there in two months. Leave. As soon as he's on that plane, fucking get the fuck out of there. Or Save stay. the three grand, like I said. Yeah. And or stay and take that, take that house for yourself. Yeah. True. Lock the door. Yeah. Change yes. the locks. Uh, another person from our subreddit commented, uh, which kind of may, uh, pretty much supports what you said, Sean, like about how she's pr- it's pretty much like she's been trapped there the whole, whole time. One of her things, uh, the commenter said, uh, quote, whatever it is I have done from whatever like the OP said. And they put, she actually thinks it's her fault that he's cowardly, cheating, uh, low-life family deserter. I hope she wakes up and starts a better life for herself soon without that disrespectful loser. And that's from Resilient Ren 2977, by the way, which encapsulates everything that you said, Sean. Yeah. It it sucks that she's blaming herself because it's not her fault. Like, it's at all. No matter how bad your marriage is. Uh, that's not the way to go about it. Uh, there, there's divorce, there's therapy, which you have tried to present to him and uh, well, not divorce, but the therapy part and, and he's just rejected it all. So it's hundred percent not on you OP and you need to realize that and leave and find someone 
who brings something to your life. Awesome. All right. Well, we're moving on to the next story. And uh, that one made us kind of sad. That was upsetting. This one will probably piss us off. So that one pissed uh, me off. I don't know. It didn't make me sad. <laughs> oh, well, then this will piss you off too, then, Josh. <laughs> and this one is cross posted. So My resolution. <laughs> <laughs> White rage. Um, this one is cross posted by Flying Midscore Money, Midscore Honey. Cross-posted from r slash just no mill. The title is, Mother-in-law said our son shouldn't speak Spanish in front of other people because it's embarrassing for her. Oh. <laughs> there goes Sean's uh, fucking reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is racist. <laughs> I don't know what else to Ooh, say to that. Yeah. If your husband isn't immediately like, Mom, get the fuck out of here, you fucking piece of shit. Then, oh, well, <laughs> and I'd be unless going she is off. Spanish. Unless she is Spanish and like you are butchering this language. <laughs> it could be that. Well, let's 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 get the story started then. Um, they put I made this account just for this. I'm Mexican, but have lived in the U.S. basically my entire life. My family moved here when I was a year old. I speak Spanish, too. My parents always talk to us in Spanish at home, and I'm proud of my heritage, as you should. Um, my husband is American. All of his family is. My nationality white. had never been a... <laughs> say white. <laughs> my nationality had never been a problem for them, and they put, or that's what I thought. Before even getting married, I told my husband how I would love my kids to speak Spanish and be close to my family's culture. Plus, like, Spanish is pretty big in some parts in America. So it's handy oh, to have yes. as well. <laughs> so oh my you're gosh, setting your kid yes. up for success. Uh, not only, that. not only just parts of America, like work in general right. too. And you, yeah. and other parts of the world who's like, you know, <laughs> that speaks a lot of Spanish. And yeah, it just opens I your kids up Spanish. to so many more opportunities, mm -hmm. uh, knowing more than one language. Absolutely. As Sean and I clearly struggle with <laughs> just <laughs> knowing one language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish I knew more. Um, when I got pregnant, I addressed this again and he agreed. Said it was important for our baby to know where he comes from, both sides. We have a five-year-old and I'm six months pregnant. I speak to my son in Spanish and that's the language he uses when I'm talking to my part of my family. My mom sings to him and tells him stories in Spanish and he loves it. He speaks English when talking to husband's family. Again, there has never been a problem until now. We were at her house for Christmas Eve dinner. Everything was normal until our son approached to me saying he was thirsty and he asked for a glass of water in Spanish and I took him to the kitchen. I noticed mother-in-law following us and I guess DH is dear husband, right? Yeah, I DH. think so, yeah. DH, okay. yeah. I guess dear husband also noticed because he followed her. She asked, what was that boy speaking? Not really oh. understanding her question. <laughs> I, ex I explained he wanted water. She proceeded to say, but was it Spanish? <laughs> I was very confused at this point and my husband was just staring. So I just said, yeah, Spanish. He should have felt my gaze going through his soul because until that moment, my husband reacted with, uh, is there a problem? Mother-in-law said that indeed there was a problem. Said our kid shouldn't speak that language in front of mm. other people Jesus, because it is embarrassing. 
I felt so very small in that moment. Said she never thought we would teach him and that he that never crossed her mind. I speak more than a few words in Spanish because I don't look Mexican. Oh, this is, so, this is so racist. This is some racist ass shit right here. Holy. Oh, I mean, my at God. the wedding. Yeah. How do like, you have a family? You don't like, do you never how talk? Many years? I, I guess maybe, you know, you never noticed like the other half of the wedding was speaking Spanish. Up now, they're playing Lachona on the reception, and I'd be vibing to the fuck out of the Lachona. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I was so mad, but also felt like crying so hard, and the feeling intensified because my husband didn't say anything. Oh. Worst thing is that our son was still there and heard all of this bullshit. He felt so ashamed that he started to silently cry. I'm crying as I write this because I am so mad. I can't explain. I've been discriminated before, but this feels so different. I took our son to an empty room and we are locked here. Of course, he doesn't want to go out either. He feels like he did something wrong when he was only asking for water. I just want to get the hell out of here uh, back home or to my parents' house. But we came in only one car and my husband has the keys. Um, and they put an edit. Uh, comments are locked. I'm going out of the room from time to time. Uh, and I don't think my husband believes we are really going. And that was the story. What a shitty husband. Yeah. Uh, you fucking, she, you know, the kid, the eldest kid is five. Uh, you've known this before y'all got married. She reiterated again while she was pregnant. And then she also just, you know, straight, the, the kid knows Spanish, speaks Spanish all the time in front of you. You couldn't fucking defend your child and wife. Against your racist mother. Uh, yeah. Like, that should be easy. That should be easy to do. Just be like, yes, it's not embarrassing. It actually is going to help his future immensely. Uh, yeah. And also, it's embarrassing it's for you, mother in law. Insanely yeah. racist. You're that fucking you would racist. Say that yeah. In front of my child, your grandson. Uh, so, it's, it would be just so easy to just do the right thing. But instead, uh, little bitch and fucking stay quiet, mm -hmm. didn't do anything. Also, the yeah. fact that she had enough time to lock the kid in this room with her, make a throwaway Reddit account, write this Reddit post without the husband coming back to check on like where they're at and to check yeah. on them is fucking crazy. Insane. So not only did you fucking act like a bitch in front of your you know, your entire family and not defend your wife, but you've just doubled down by not even like going after your wife and like trying to mm -hmm. reassure her like, Oh, you know, you know, it's, you know, her place, but fuck her. But like, you know, or at least talk yeah. to your fucking son and be like, you shouldn't be embarrassed. You didn't do anything wrong. We're just yeah. in a racist household. We don't want to make a scene. <laughs> at least be like, okay, like I didn't make a scene, but what happened was objectively terrible. Uh, and then fucking immediately dip. Uh, but no, you just fucking stayed wherever the fuck you were and didn't do anything. Insane behavior. Uh, you know, not divorce worthy, uh, but it is pretty for me. fucking close. Uh, no, to where it is I'd, for me, brother. To where I'd be like, look, you didn't fucking defend me. Uh, you saw me cry. You saw your son cry. Uh, so, I don't. yeah, I don't know if I could 
if this is divorce for me, but it's pretty, it's as close as you can get. I mean, for me, it's a minimum, a minimum, like, like a bunch of couples therapy and uh, it sounds like your th- son might need therapy now. Cause like, yeah. that's traumatizing for his own family to be like, you know, half of who you are is embarrassing to us. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it, yeah, it's, it's on the borderline where it's like, if you divorce him, I wouldn't blame you at all. Yeah. Like if he wants to make amends at all of this, uh, you know, he's got to call it his mom. He's got to reassure your son. But as to Sean's, what Sean said, he hasn't made that effort in the hour it took you to post this and go to the room with your son. Like that's crazy. Awful. Awful. I, I wonder, you know, for me, it sounds like the mom wears a red cap. If you know what I mean, mm, you know, <laughs> uh, Write those reviews, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they only targeting us? Because shit like this, you fucking asshole. Uh, and yeah. speaking of, speaking of, I know like this ain't a Friday, but like this, our Spanish speaking uh, listeners will appreciate this. But this fucking mom and husband, pinche pendejos, both of them. They're the worst people ever. I um, agree. I will say that you guys say that it's like borderline d- divorce-ish. Me, I'm going full blown, baby. Because it sounds like this kid doesn't have a backbone, or the, 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 the son doesn't have a backbone to stand up to his, uh, to his mom, right? And it sounds like that's where they kind of go to do all like their family gatherings. And it sounds like they kind of live-ish, like in a close vicinity to them. So mm-hmm. the mom can kind of meddle as much as possible. Not only that, to have a, that side of the family who's ashamed of your heritage and your culture and demeaning your son for... Having, you know, like being biracial, being a mixed race. I don't want to be part of that family. That sounds like more trouble than it is like worth. And for the husband to not even stand up and stand up for your son, stand up for, for the wife. I don't want to be with anyone that doesn't have a backbone whatsoever. So I'm fucking full-blown divorce on the guy. That's fair. I mean, listen, if, if she did, I wouldn't blame her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like a, like later to the husband being like, Hey, that was completely unacceptable. If you do not like, if you do that shit again, yeah. if you don't tell your mother like to fuck off or to like check herself, uh, Mm -hmm. then this is over. Like, I think the burden of proof, uh, the burden of, uh, of whether this marriage stays together is on him. uh, Oh, absolutely. After like talking to him and being like, Hey, that was pretty fucked up. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't respond exactly how you want him to respond and uh, you know, setting boundaries with his mother-in-law and telling her to straighten out, uh, then yeah, I agree with you hundred uh, percent. I think it's over. I'd fucking move so fast. Be like, I don't want to be near any vicinity of you motherfuckers, but yeah. Anyway, it's crazy to right, find out after to- five years, uh, that's where yes. I'm at of marriage. Like, how was there? Like, how do you no- hide such blatant racism for five years? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're going to cut to a quick ad break. And then next story, it's a little, a little more lighthearted palate, cl- palate cleanser because the last story is going to be, oh shit. <laughs> so oh, no. we'll Fantastic. be right back with Comaniacs. <laughs> Can you believe that March is already here? I can't. But what I do believe is eating better is easy and possible with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Still planning to march to the grocery store? 
Jesus. That's madness. God you don't need to jump through hoops to get fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. Plus, you can help your boys ball out so we can quit our day jobs and bring this show to you full time by supporting our sponsors. I actually hate that you write these ads, John, <laughs> because I'm contractually obligated to read puns. But Factor got you covered on meals, including breakfast, midday bites, and many more. The best part, no more prepping, no more messy cleanup after just pop them inside a microwave and you're ready to hit a fast break in less than two minutes that's a slam dunk if you ask me <laughs> not only do you save time but you save some money too factor is less expensive than takeout it's almost as if your wallet is getting a rebound from spending more and not to mention these meals are way more nutritious head to factormeals.com slash wiki 50 and use code wiki 50 to get 50 percent off that's code wiki 50 at factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50 percent off. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. And how much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like big wireless got together and decided $100 a month? I think they'll buy it. What choice do they have? But now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you do have a choice. For a limited time, all phone plans from Mint Mobile are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Wireless service so good that you could tune into Reddit on Wiki wherever you are. Plus, you'll be a rich Wikimaniac from all the savings. Now, wait a gosh dang minute, Sean. Good Can I just hear Lord. plans start at $15 a month and you get unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data? That's right. But wait, there's more. You can keep your same phone number. Plus, you have the option to choose from three, six, or 12-month plans so you can kiss them monthly bills goodbye. And to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash reddit. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash reddit. Reddit. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Thank you, Mint Mobile, for supporting the show. Now let's skedaddle back to our stories. And we're back. All right. Let us let us clean our palette for this uh this story. This one is cross-posted by Jazz Like Lower Score Fly Lower Score 9512. The title is My Family Found My TikTok Account. Luckily, mine has not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my fucking family are always saying like, oh, yeah, I see you on TikTok all the time. Like, uh, I share your YouTube uh, channel all the time. When there's ads playing, we make sure we don't skip it. I'm like, y'all a fucking goat, man. I love that. My family doesn't know how to use TikTok. Plus, (laughs) for me, it's more embarrassing because it's just like, I'm the asshole guy. (laughs) Like, that's all I say in the first two seconds of everyone I'm in. Am I the asshole? Oh, Funny, funny story. When we were in Vegas, uh, had a uh, one of my one of my closest friends told me a story when uh, he kind of first met his girlfriend, and when they kind of started like dating together. And then uh, I guess they were sharing like TikToks and stuff, right? Sharing into like, stories and you know, like typical couples, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, send stories. And one day, she sent him a bunch of TikToks from our account, <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> He was watching them and he said, wait a goddamn minute. This is my fucking friend. <laughs> and then uh, the girlfriend was just like, 
you're fucking lying. Like, there's no way these guys are pretty popular, <laughs> right? Like, there's no way you know this guy. That's and then funny. he was like, the fuck? And he showed us, like, because we, we travel a lot together. So he was like, look, he's my friend. Like, we <laughs> literally hang out. So when we were in Vegas, they were all teasing teasing me the whole time. So <laughs> of course, made, made me, like, record a video saying, like, hi, like, to her. Just like, hey, like, I actually know this person. So. You did a free cameo, John? What I did. Fuck. <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. We'll deduct it from your uh, monthly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I will be reprimanded. Uh, how many spanks am I going to get, Sean? None. That's the punishment. <laughs> <laughs> no! That is the punishment. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Anyways, um, I have a TikTok account where I post my art. Now, I'm not a good artist at all, but I'm proud of what I make. I get a lot of hate comments on my art and almost all the feedback to it was negative. Hey, I fucking hate that. Jesus. TikTok sucks sometimes. <laughs> my God. Uh, so one day, my sisters and I went to visit my uncle and all my cousins were there. My other uncle lives next door to this uncle, so I left to go greet him and my cousins and sisters stayed. After an hour, I came back to where they were all hanging out. I entered the living room and all 12 of them were on their phones and it was silent. I sat down and tried to make conversation, but no one was answering me and just are on their phones. Then they look at each other giggling and smiling. I ignore them and open my phone and enter TikTok so that I can scroll aimlessly. But I get startled by the amount of notifications I got. I check them out to see that my account was absolutely showered with positive comments yeah. and they were all from familiar accounts that belong to my sisters and cousins. Uh, I look up towards them in shock. Then they start laughing at my shocked face. Turns out that while I was gone, one of my cousins saw my video on her For You page and recognized that it was my artwork since she saw it before. They saw that I wasn't getting good comments. She got mad and sent my account to everyone in the room to hype me up. I was literally about to cry my eyes out because that was so sweet of them. Just want to say that I love them so much. and I love them to that. Hell yeah. That's nice. awesome. I mean... <laughs> I will say as some like, okay, so I've had, I don't know if you guys have had this experience, but, uh, multiple times during like a family get together, like Thanksgiving or, or Christmas or Easter, I'll go home and I have to re-explain what I do to my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, every time I explain like, oh, like we do a podcast where we read Reddit stories What's Reddit? Reddit is a website What's that a you know, ha has sto stories on it that we react to kind of thing. That's the base knowledge <laughs> that I give them. And then they're always like, oh, what's it called? And I go Reddit on wiki. And they're like, how do you spell that? And I have to spell it for them. <laughs> and, then, and then in the middle of like, we're all together in the living room. She'll start playing the podcast out loud. And I'm like, no, please God. No, please don't. <laughs> Cause I've never sworn in front of my grandmother. And now she's listening to me be like, am I the asshole? And it's like, please dicks, dear God. Fuck, fuck them kids. <laughs> exactly. And so, it's uh, it's an awkward five minutes of me having to listen to myself before I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's good enough. You can listen to that some other time. Uh, so I've been in that experience where everyone in the living room is consuming the content I have created and Ooh. I am embarrassed by it, but I am also genuinely like, it's nice that they are interested in what I do. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I empathize with OP being like, 
that is so sweet and kind of them to to go on TikTok and make those comments to you know uh, support you and make your day. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. This story is absolutely not going to hit on TikTok. I'll tell you that. Way too. <laughs> oh, awesome. absolutely not. Yeah. Way it's too awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. in the middle of a oops all mad episode, I do appreciate it. I do too. Yeah, I was getting frustrated there. Okay, good. Because this next story is a doozy. So damn it. The white rage. Uh, the white rage is going to come back. And uh, this one is from r slash uh, best of Redditor updates. And this one is cross posted by direct midscore caterpillar 77. So several updates because it is a Boru. Um, the title, I stalked my husband for two years before I formally met him. Mm, okay. <laughs> there was a TV show or movie like this, wasn't there? Uh forget one of those rom-coms but anyway rom <laughs> was it the one was it with beyonce was it obsessed not obsessed was i it? can't remember but i i do i i remember the scene where they were like have you been stalking him and she's like no well kind of and it's like okay this is creepy <laughs> uh god two years you, is who's insane in though i honestly i can't remember i i vaguely remember a blonde lady so i don't know mm. uh but anyway that's my, I shouldn't have made that reference if I didn't know, the, <laughs> but I did it already. So too bad. And that's me. I never remember any reference brother. So I can empathize for you. We're there that. together. I'm a holiday brain right now. So dude, I don't know how fucking Sean does it. He just remembers every quote from every show. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even remember what I watched. 10 Cause there's nothing dude, so. else in there, brother. That's <laughs> it. That and Tim Robinson quotes. Yeah, exactly right. Oh, you're going to hate the deep fake that I just made for you. <laughs> it's coming soon. It. I hate or all the love deep it. fakes. We'll I hate all the good, deep fakes good. that you've made of me. Good, good. <laughs> all right. So I, 24 female, married my husband, 28 male, about a year and a half ago. The first time I saw my husband, I was a freshman in high school, and he was a freshman in college. So that's a... Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's the other way around, right? It's the other so way around, right? So I don't know. Like he's not uh, pursuing her, so I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing really wrong with it right now. Yeah, he was walking his dog at the park when he stopped to talk to my brother, twenty-seven male, because they happened to go to high school together. That was the moment I became hooked. That same day, I found his Instagram, his family's social media, and also where he lived. Since my brother offered to walk them home while I, while I tagged along. When I got home that day, I knew I wanted him. But of course, I was only 14 while he was 18. So I came up with a plan. I found out his younger brother was only one year younger than me and would be attending my current high school. I figured that I had to befriend his younger brother by any means possible next year when he moves up as a freshman while I became a sophomore. And I did. It took around halfway of my junior year where we became best friends and he invited me over regularly to his house to hang out. This is where I was able to befriend my current husband's mom and God did she love to talk about him. From her, I found out what college he goes to, his past girlfriends, what his elementary slash middle school was, his favorite slash least favorite foods, his pet peeve, what he likes, etc, etc. Could you imagine being the, the brother who she's befriended being like, Hey, Damn, I just got about used. My <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were hanging out. <laughs> Eventually, when my visits started getting more and more frequent, I formally met current husband again. Current husband, 
I'll call him E, would come over every other week and stay for either Friday, Sunday, or Saturday to Sunday. On those days, specifically, I would wear my cutest outfits to impress him and also joke around with him a lot. Eventually, I befriended him as well. A little background on E. He's a school record holder for a certain sport in my school, which I just, ha- uh, I just so happened to do. And around halfway through my senior year, E came back during the season to help coach the current high school athletes, which included me, in order to get some more volunteer work hours in, and I got to spend a lot more time with him. I loved every second of it. We were friends before, but then we became much closer since I got to spend lots of extra time with him after school, where sometimes he would even drive me home since we lived relatively close. Fast forward to when I had to move away to New York City for college, E moved with me since he coincidentally got a job near my college. And they put, edit, I lied? It wasn't a coincidence. I found out he got a job offer and applied to a college nearby his workplace. Being each other's only friends in New State, we became incredibly close. We started dating when I was almost a sophomore year of college, and he proposed to me after I graduated. And we just got married almost a year ago. He knows absolutely nothing about how I truly know him and believes it is fate that brought us together through his younger brother. Lately, I have been debating on whether or not I should tell him, or at least his younger brother, the truth, since the only reason I befriended him was to get closer to E. And Josh is like, God damn, what the fuck? The brother is just like, I thought we were hanging out. Crazy. I feel guilty every time he tells others our love story because the truth is, I've known him for 10 years while he's only known me for about seven. An update. I, re- I read a reply saying that the best thing for myself is to keep it a secret, which is what a lot of people are saying. But the best thing for him is to tell him. And I figured that person really is right. I will be telling him this Tuesday on his day off. He deserves to know who he is married or who he married. Okay. So I will say this. Um, I mean, she was a kid when this all started. Hard to blame a kid for wanting to, like, seeing someone they're attracted to and being like, like, there's, there's worse stories we've heard of. Remember that husband who completely, uh, like, would fake being Tinder dates and then blow her off Ooh. and then hired guys to, like, uh, go on dates with her Reject and then her. act shitty to her so that she, yeah. he would get her? Like, that's, that's way worse, in my opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but this manipulating is, every scenario, though. Uh, I would say every scenario, though, right? Like the, the but track like movie thing happened to, York. to be the, the New York thing for sure. But like the track thing was a spontaneous thing that just happened. They have a common interest unless she just joined that because he was in it. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it sounds like she might have. did. For, for me, the shittiest thing she did was befriend the brother just to get with him, obviously. Uh, but like, I don't know. Beyond that, this is not the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Does that make sense? Sean, your face was saying a lot, brother. <laughs> She's 14 when this yeah. started, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll bet it's been many years since then that she could have fucking been like, is this crazy? Uh, the truth? Look, I'll agree. Sure, there have sure. Been- I'll agree. The truth definitely needs to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's people? Of course. We've dealt with actual people that have questioned if they are Satan themselves. Uh, yes. uh, <laughs> that's, my, I mean, that's my bar, I guess, which is uh, troubling, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it definitely is like, look, having a crush is totally normal, totally fine. Especially, you know, like older people, uh, you're like, wow, they're grown. They're so hot. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. But being like, all right, 
next year, I'm going to befriend this person. All right. We've been friends for a year and a half. I am now the best friend. I have manipulated my way up to the best friend. Uh, <laughs> it's I will be calculated. Out there. It's just like, okay, having a crush is fine, you know. And then, you know, if coincidence has happened up until that point, that's cool. That's fine. But just, just every single step being so uh, meticulously planned, it, it, it's not terrible, but definitely kind of icky. This is something that comes out maybe like as soon as y'all start. Uh, as soon as y'all are engaged, actually, maybe be like, okay, before even we before get married, that, yeah, hopefully like, even before I'd say that, when you start talking about getting engaged, yeah. when you start getting together, it's like, Hey, I, you know, when I was 14, I befriended your brother because I wanted to get closer to you. Like if that's where the, where that stops, it's like, I also okay, applied you know to what? a school were, next to the, the place where you, you know. I also befriended your mom and knew every single detail about your life. Yeah. yeah. Again, I also fucking joined 14, track. 15. <laughs> Did she only do track because of him? I, I've I, I'm, it just adds I'm up. Assuming you know what I mean? It, okay. it just adds up. It Fair makes enough. sense. It's not terrible, but it's definitely icky. And I feel like this, <laughs> yeah. you know, this will lead to her murdering him. I think this is, this is a <laughs> it's like if no one can have him, <laughs> if, if I can't have him, no one can. Well, I mean, she didn't go to that extreme, to be fair. Yeah, once <laughs> he's like, like uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. I think we should like, maybe take a break. And then that's when he gets murdered. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> this is a rom-com if you put the right track behind it, and it's a horror movie if you put the wrong track behind it. For sure. And I think yeah. that that's the perspective we, we all have on it is, you know, <laughs> it just depends on how you look at it. For sure. Uh, and it's just a know, lot of meticulous planning for me. I agree. I agree. It is weird. It's I not just think for the half worst. Of it, she thing. was a child. <laughs> yeah, but the moving to New York, you know, going to that specific college. I mean, I guess when you're 18, 17, you're still a child. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. I, I think I think you should tell them for sure, just to air it out. But I don't think, like, I think keeping the secret is the worst part right now. All right, you guys ready for the updates? Oh, Let's do it. So they updated July 6, twenty three. the The first story was actually, and I forgot to mention this. Uh, the first story was first posted on um, June 30th, 2023. So a couple days okay. uh, later. I told him this 4th of July. After the fireworks mostly ended and we were heading back, I asked him in a car, wouldn't it have been weird if we met each other before the first time we actually met, but we just didn't think of each other as significant at the time? He smiled and turned to me saying, that's impossible. There's no universe where we would have met and I would not think of you as significant. That struck me in the heart because I knew I would soon prove that sentence very wrong. Yeah, but, but I could also, see- like, he was 18 and you were 14. He wouldn't look at you in a romantic way, <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good at on least him. This, at least <laughs> this guy follows a Sean rule, you know? Yeah. 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 But, uh, but I continued on with my plan anyway. What if I told you we have met each other before? Before that time, I was introduced as E's little little brother's friend. He looked at me like I was crazy. So that's when I pulled over on the side of the road and pulled out my phone to show him the post I put up here before. That explained everything. So she showed him the whole last Reddit story, bro. I mean, I appreciate the honesty here, at least at this point. So good. He took about eight minutes to read the whole thing. And when he finished, he put the phone down and stared straight ahead. Almost like he was dumbfounded, scared, and confused all at the same time. I started throwing out every excuse and apology I could muster at the moment for about 15 minutes straight when he decided to tell me to stop. And I did. 
Then he just sat there and sobbed uncontrollably for about 10 minutes before he finally asked me how much of our relationship and how much of my identity was fabricated according to his liking. I told him the honest truth. None of my personality or identity was fabricated for him, except for the fact of how we met. The only thing I ever changed about myself to make him like me more was lying about liking Chinese food. I hate Chinese food. Why? Are you racist? Um, <laughs> but, but other than that, everything else was real. Although my friendship with his younger brother was built upon ill intentions, my friendship between his brother and I are now one of the most genuine friendships I have now. He just cried and told me that he does not want to divorce at all, but he does want us to have some time apart so that he could absorb the truth that I gave him. He also said that he expects me to tell his brother and his mom this Friday because they deserve to know the truth just as much as I did, as he did. I told him okay, and we drove about the rest of the ride home in silence. When we got home, he hugged me and cried for five minutes uh, for about five minutes before he got out the car, packed his stuff, and said that he will be staying at a nearby hotel for now. He said that he knows that he still loves me, but does not yet know how to react to the fact that the beginning of our relationship was very, very orchestrated. To sum it all up, I guess telling him was a success? I honestly don't know. He sent me a good night and a love you text last night while he was out at the hotel. So I guess he's now as mad, uh, he's not as mad as he may have been betrayed. Update 2. Woke up this morning to find out that hubby not only lied about going to a hotel to stay at, but also lied about not wanting a divorce. He went to his family's home, not a fucking hotel, told them the entire story himself, probably exaggerated too to make me seem crazy. His whole family wants nothing to do with me too, claims I'm psycho. He said that he lied about going to a hotel because he knew if he told the truth, I would try to stop him. Honestly, I feel so betrayed. I tried to be a good wife by showing him the true me, and this is what he does? I did all this work just for it to end up like this? Honestly, I kind of deserve it. I didn't even tell him in the first place because I felt bad. And I told him because I had suspicion that he was catching on to the fact that I knew him for two and a half years before he knew me, largely because I found out he was keeping my old phone in his work desk. My old phone that has screenshots of a lot of his old Instagram posts, plans in my notes app about him, so I guess he never truly loved me if he can't even get past an honest confession like this one. I might update this in a few years when I find a new husband. LOL. Oh, God. Okay, that was sinister at the end. Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew against. she's going to murder him. <sighs> yeah, I was wrong, I think. Uh, like, especially with the phone, with the, the screenshots and the planning. Like, that's over the top for sure. <sighs> it's one thing to try and, like, you know, meet with someone because you're interested in them. It's another to, yeah, meticulously plan everything. I think I, I've, yeah. I've converted over based yeah. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Again, yeah. not the worst person we've ever dealt with, but also no. a lot of it is icky. And and like like I keep saying, most of it when it was when she was, you know, a child. But that changes once you start getting into a relationship. You should be honest and be like, "Hey, you know, your brother. I actually am truly friends with him, but I did start becoming friends with him so that I could get closer to you." Like at that point, it doesn't sound weird. It's like, "Hey, I have orchestrated this whole relationship." Uh, sounds kind of creepy and disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, I would uh, feel absolutely betrayed if I was that husband. One hundred percent. Is everything just a master plan to you? Like, am I just a game at this point? A means to an end. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd be Again, pretty creeped is, out. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is true crime. <laughs> and <laughs> and the last sentence, like, I'll update this in a few years when I find a new husband. What are you gonna do to him? No, no, no. When I find a new <laughs> hubby, LOL is LOL. crazy to end that. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I'm scared of you. <laughs> told you Dude, and the fact that the, I thought the fact that the husband reacted that way to the point that it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm just going to a hotel. He's like, now nah, fuck that, I'm going home. So there's strength in numbers <laughs> over here. Because <laughs> she knew she was probably yeah. watching his ass in the hotel mirror like, are you fucking really staying here? <laughs> yeah. For me, it's the comparative is, you remember that older uh, guy who was friends with OP's brother? And he, they were like, "Oh, who's gonna sleep with her, her little, his little sister, or whatever?" And then ended up oh. being Opie's husband. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And then she's oh. like, "I'm gonna stay with him anyway." And we were like, "No, don't." It's like this is kind of a similar scenario where, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's gross. And if it, I think if it was, you know, gender reversed, we'd be like, "Yeah, it's pretty fucked up." So it was I, age yeah, reversed I, for sure. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Weird. (laughs) Not the worst we've heard, but weird for sure. Weird for sure. All right. Well, I told y'all that was a little, there's a lot of turns on that one, but we'll cut to a quick ad break and uh, we'll get to our last segment of the show and then we'll close it off. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. And we're back. Okay, so I know... The amazing Underbaki, whose real name is Alex, people. Okay, so her name is Alex. Alex Underbaki. Uh, she a usually weird has distractions a podcast. weird distractions Potentially podcast. Potentially a new podcast soon. Be on the lookout. Maybe. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. We'll, we'll probably have her guest so that she can plug the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, hell yeah. For, for listeners, too. So uh, usually uh, she has a get to know your host schedule for this week, but we're recording on a holiday week. So. She needs a break, so we're going to come up with the, the questions to, for this time around. So three questions uh, to kind of get to know the host. So, of course, I pick a little deeper, uh, not de- not really too deep of questions, but it's kind of just get to know us. So we're people, too, behind the scenes, okay? So uh, first question I want to ask you, boys, and both of you can answer this, and I'll answer last. Um, what's your favorite way to relax and unwind after a long day? Ooh, a great question. Uh, I mean, doom scrolling on TikTok. is one Um, but if I'm being honest uh, like Sienna and I will watch TV at the end of the day just relax Um, and then I will play some video games with some friends Uh, I don't know if that helps me unwind because I 
<laughs> you get riled up. Yeah, you're riled Control up. the rage, Josh. It's 2024. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, yeah, video games or, or board games, hanging out with Sienna. Those are kind of my de-stressors. Yeah, similar. Uh, just being around uh, Nancy. Doesn't matter if she's working and I'm not, or if she's watching TV and I'm just in the area. Uh, just spending time is good. Also cuddling cats. Yes. Besides that, yeah. I don't know. Watching wrestling, TikToks. Yes. <laughs> See, what? I would say watching hockey, but that does not de-stress me at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I officially gave up on the Chargers because they just stressed me out. Uh, they've been trash. So you're like, <laughs> new, new pretty coach, much the same. Though. MGM coming. Oh, come on. Let's go Bill Belichick. But kind of the same same way as you boys. Uh love just being around like Juliet. Uh the rare times that I do see her because this girl is working 24-7. And she's also going back to school. So I'm like, how the fuck do you have time for anything? But um, lately, we've just kind of been just, you know, hanging out on the couch. Uh, she's reading her book. I'm playing video games. She usually play 2K. Um, and then the dogs are with us. Kevin just watches intently and Chloe is snoring. So uh, that's that's what I consider, like, best way to unwind. Like Anyways, that. next qu- next question. What fictional character do you most identify with? Oh, this is such a loaded question. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue either. I can, I, I, can, I, can, I can go first so you guys can have some time to think. Sure. I'm going with Squidward. So Okay. I like that yeah. answer. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, could, I could see it. You know, like Squidward kind of grouchy all the time. I don't understand why SpongeBob is so goddamn happy 24 fucking 7. In this economy, in this state of the world, I wouldn't be happy either. <laughs> Fucking Spongebob goes to work all happy and shit and Squidward's all bitter. That's me. I hate being at my fucking job. You know what I mean? And then like when I go home, I don't want to know my, my neighbors making all these ruckus and all. I sound like an old man right now. Uh, <laughs> You're sure. Man. These damn children making all these ruckus. Leave me alone. He wants to play his clarinet. I just want to be home and do nothing. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's so funny. Squidward, I get you. Oh, man. I don't go know. ahead, Sean, if you've got someone. I don't know if I'll be able to pull uh, someone out. <laughs> Uh, probably a pretty influential character for me is probably like a JD from Scrubs. Uh, mm. Always Can optimistic. Uh, JD from Scrubs, if he was much less of a man whore. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he's very optimistic usually. And then also he's uh, doesn't really care what people think about uh, his personality. I, I kind of live similarly where I don't really give a shit. Uh, I, I, I pride myself on never trying too hard to make people like me. I like that. Yeah, because like when it, whenever I used to dance, like it's just like a big thing to be like cool. And I was very much like, this is I'm I'm, I'm not, not that. But you're, I'm but, not. But that. you're cool as fuck though, Sean. Yeah, uh, not the in, the, love you. in the dance thing, you know, like you know, it's like cool to be like stoic and like this is hip hop. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? And that's not me. <laughs> you fucking hipster. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, this one's on my mind because uh, we were at my in-laws for the last few days and they are re-watching Game of Thrones. And mm. uh, I want to say Jon Snow because he's up in the north uh, with a beard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. all I can think of right you, now. You can look like him. You just put a cloak and, you know, big, a big-ass sword. Like you can pull it off, he's brother. too good-looking. <laughs> you good-looking, motherfucker, too. What you mean? No, you can pull it no. off. Dye your hair black low-key. You you could pull it. Shit. I'd have to grow it out way longer. <laughs> you wear a wig, Loki, bro. But you could pull it off. <laughs> You're probably taller uh, than him, though. 
I'm gonna make Game of Thrones videos of you now. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. This is this is like the deeper question. Um, what was the best thing about how your parents raised you? Ooh. Uh, my parents did, I think, a genuinely good job. <laughs> but uh, I'd say the best thing was uh, they taught me to, you know, work for everything I get. My parents are very self-made people. Uh, they taught me that having your own skills and, and working hard for, for things that you want uh, will feel better. And mm-hmm. as someone who has worked very hard with this podcast with you guys, uh, you I goddamn say, right you work does, hard, brother. It does feel good to to finally see success uh, come out of the hard work, which is awesome. So uh, I'd say that's probably one of the biggest things. Hard work is good uh, as well. My parents are also self-made, you know, immigrant parents. You know, if you, yep. if, if you know that story, you know that story. Um, and also, like, just a lot of stuff that they did when I was a kid that I was like, this fucking sucks. I'm very appreciative of it now as an adult. You know, I, I feel like I was raised not like extremely Asian, stereotypically tough, but pretty tough. Uh, and, and my sisters had it even tougher because uh, I'm the youngest and I'm a boy. Uh, yeah, but you're the boy favorite. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the sternness and stuff is, I, I would say, maybe plays in parts with some of like just my own like, work ethic or my own like I don't know I don't know morals also things like that I feel like you know a lot of that uh as a kid sucks ass but you know looking back I'm like I I, I wouldn't be who I am without some of that that's awesome man I think uh one of the best thing that I think my parents taught me was be unapologetically me um and you are that uh, thank you (laughs) thank you I I I had a hard upbringing, like growing up childhood, like uh, not not the best like upbringing in terms of like my environment and just how things were. So they gave me the opportunity just to be like, hey, just be you. I know like the environment uh, is what you're dealing with right now is not the best. However, just just be yourself as much as possible. Don't apologize for for being true to you. Right. So like they let me make mistakes. They let me be accountable to it. But they raised me in a way where it's just like, here are the values that we taught you. Um, we trust you enough to make the right decisions and we trust you to, you know, be empathetic to people and also like, but, 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 but be you at the end of the day. So, um, I think I took that a lot, uh, growing up too. And I appreciate it a lot more now because, you know, I, I, I can be who I am without any regrets and they empowered that about me. So, uh, I, I'm an only child, so they could have been very strict, say, you can't do this, you can't do that. Um, but no, they're just like, if you make a mistake, you better own up to it. And if there's a problem, you better come up with a solution. So um, that's always how my, my outlook have been. And, and I appreciate that they taught me those values growing up. Hell yeah. Well, that is it for uh, today's episode. But before we close off, uh, any reviews, comments, Venmo shout outs that you guys have that you want to cover? I have got a few reviews here. You guys want to hear them? Oh, yes, please. All right. So uh, I picked ones that you guys would enjoy. Uh, for very obvious reasons, you'll see why. Uh, this one, first one is from Camille, and it's five stars. Says my favorite podcast. I've been listening for a few months now since finding the podcast on TikTok. I just caught up completely from episode zero. God, no, no judgment here about the earlier episodes. They were still finding their niche. 
Very true. Thank you. The hey, kindest way to be like, that shit sucked. Yeah, yes, it's that ass. shit was ass, brother. <laughs> what a uh, kind Sean, way. Sean, didn't you post a did you post a story about your friend? Yeah, uh, he was listening? like starting on episode zero. I was like, don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I was like, it's much different, like seven, eight months after that. You could start there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Camille goes on to say, Sean, Josh, and John have kept me entertained and awake during my night shifts and drive to and from vendors at work. I thoroughly enjoy this podcast, even when serious topics are presented. Sean is my favorite. <gasps> of course. Thank you so much. And then we got another one here from Caitlin, uh, says, oh, it's five star and says, John, the goat. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. Hi, Reddit on wiki. I started listening to the podcast around uh, February, 2023. I just wanted to say thank you for being there to keep me awake throughout my many long nights during school. I was able to get a job as a graphic designer and now hey. I get to listen to patron while I work. Oh yeah. Uh, congratulations. Congrats. There was an episode a while back where John talked about his military background. It really resonated with me being Filipino with a father in the military who also struggled with substance abuse. It is hard, and years later, I'm still dealing with the anxiety that plagued me as a kid. To John, I just wanted to express how impactful and inspiring your vulnerability is. I struggle with uh, having a less cynical and bitter view of people and the world, too. And I'm glad this podcast has helped you have a more hopeful outlook. I don't know if it has. <laughs> it hasn't. And my liver is not thanking me for it. Yeah. <laughs> also, to the team, the live stream meetup was totally worth it and amazing and entertaining. Please don't be hard on yourself. Thank you. Lots of love from San Diego. And then they do Oh, my hometown. Your hometown. Even better. <laughs> I'll be back. Don't worry. Uh, so thank you very much, Caitlin, for that lovely thank you, message Caitlin. to John. Um, I thought he would enjoy that. And this last one here, I believe, John, you've shared this one on our Instagram, but I just wanted to read it over Yeah, the share it again. Posted by Grace. And it says, five stars. I'm a new mom to a four-month-old that hated car rides. I'm talking crying the whole time, no matter what I did. My postpartum anxiety and my baby's nonstop crying made it really difficult, uh, made driving really difficult. And my therapist suggested playing something that would help me focus on driving. I put this podcast on one time after she recommended it and my baby hey. loved it. Wait, she stopped crying who recommended and eventually it? the therapist, I think. Therapist recommended. <laughs> Yo, <what>? That's crazy. <laughs> She stopped crying and was eventually able to fall asleep. I don't know if it was the lower voices or the laughter, but car rides are so much easier now. Thank you, John, Josh, and Sean for making this amazing podcast. So thank you to the therapist. <laughs> thank you to the therapist that you for supported us. And for the baby you know, for like, making you know your mom support us. Yeah. <laughs> you know how there's always those commercials like toothpaste, like recommended by <laughs> dentists, like Reddit on Wiki, recommended by therapist. We can legitimately say that now. It's a fact. We can now. Yeah. Yes. We are actually recommended by one in one therapists. Oh, I was going to say probably one in 10, you know, <laughs> one in 10. With yeah. ourselves. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. But yeah, thank you, Grace, for that amazing uh, uh, review. Uh, that's got to be one of my favorites for sure. That was beautiful for sure. Uh, Sean, you have any? Uh, I will be reading the Venmos next week, but they were plentiful. So thank you guys oh. so much for that. I will say we'll save that for next week then. Yeah. And I, I, I got a shamelessly plug. Shots of Thoughts is back. <gasps> hey, 
Thursdays. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central. New format. Sean. Yeah. New format. And shorter mm-hmm. episodes. We're aiming for like 30 to 40 minutes each. Uh, episode two has already broken that rule. It's 50 minutes. But episode three, we're right back <laughs> on track. 35 minutes. I got to say my favorite segment was the one uh, uh, Chris Was presented. it Chris's psycho? Sack, Guess that sack? Sacking Guess that the QB? Sack. Guess that sack is an insane game. How? Dude, that's got to be like... Like a gr- that's one of the best segments I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Not only is it a great title, it is a great premise, and it is just unhinged. So it's, go check it out. How could you even? Check you can't. You can't great. fucking win. He chose an unwinnable game. Infuriating. So but yeah. Uh, oh shit. Anything else, on You good? No, that's it. Just wanna say I'm happy to be back and. Uh, yeah, thank you again to all the Wikimaniacs for doing all that y'all do for us. Oh, what's your oh, resolutions? Yeah. We should have done that as a, as a question. Oh. Oh, yeah, huh? we should have. My resolution is, turn, is to turn 10% of our Reddit into uh, patrons. That <laughs> is Ooh. my that's resolution a, that's a slash goal. resolution, Sean. <laughs> that's going to be hard. 10%. That's funny. Uh, my resolution is get all the wedding plans. Uh, figured out soon and uh, finalized and then <laughs> learn how to dance. That's one Ooh. of my, hell yeah. Uh, and look good in a suit. I gotta, gotta do easy. Done. Brother. That one. Check um, that I'm one. Done. Off, done. No <laughs> fucking Kit Harrington looking ass over here. You I need eat so chill. much food over the holidays. I need Bro. to. And I bet you that. John and I's <laughs> BMI is still 10%. <laughs> of you are fine. Oh, and also, I bet you are. You know what I'm talking about? Looking like a snack over there. But God damn. My New Year's resolution. Uh, guys, I kind of broke by it. I wanted to, I wanted to pay off my car by like uh, middle of um, June this year, but I was able to pay it off. So hey, my resolution oh is done. Pay off my car, baby. Now Hell I got to yeah. save beat for it a fucking, fucking down payment. Six months? <laughs> you beat it six months yeah. in advance? That's crazy. Well, Shit. it was supposed to be done end of end of December next year, but I was like, "Let's do it a whole year." Power Bug through, it. yeah, yeah, I like God. it. Oh yeah, but uh, I do have a few that I wanted to read out. Uh, this one uh, was messaged to us by Elena Lynn, and they just messaged. Uh, I listen to you every day on my way to and from work. It keeps me going, listening to you sometimes, even when I'm going to bed to help me sleep. Thank you for everything. I wish I could be a patron. Or support you otherwise, but I'm a broke ass college student. We get it. That's fine. We've all been there. Yeah. And they put also, hi, Josh. I'm from Ottawa too. Also, laughing my ass off. Sean, you sound exactly like my ex boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it definitely wasn't Sean. It wasn't Sean because Sean is a wholesome guy. I've never been to Ottawa. Yeah. Shout out to Ottawa. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, And then I know Sean has some Venmo stuff that he wanted to read next, uh, next episode, but. We've been getting some tips from Linktree, uh, oh, so yes. un- it's been a while since we, we saw that. Um, so um, unfortunately, we don't see the name of who sends it, and it's only like the email address that was sent out to. Um, so I'll read like part of the email, but I'm not going to dox you guys and like put the whole email <laughs> address there. So um, this one came from The Science Girl. Uh, they gave $6 and one hey, cents. Thank you. Thank you. And, they, and they put... Love you three and your beautiful smart ladies. If y'all have time to come to the best restaurant in Houston, I'm a bartender at Casa do Brazil. So 
Uh, shout out to, I wonder if this was Serena. If this is Serena, hello, hi. Can't believe you drove that fast to see us. That was yeah, we so saw awesome. our meetup. That was awesome. I damn near cried when you said like you hauled ass from your break. That was fucking awesome. So thank you. We appreciate it. If this isn't you, apologies. And you have <laughs> a coworker that is also time. a big fan. Yeah. Yes. And if it was yes. you, thank you for the cheesecake and uh, what were those the balls called? Oh, just the cheese bread. Yeah, the cheese, the Brazilian cheese, cheesy oh bread. Oh, they were fucking amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> mm, my God. And um, this one is from DS Jackson, and they gave a whopping $50. Oh, thank holy. you. Thank you. Yes. And the, the message has been meaning to send this for a while. I love listening to you guys. Keep up the good work. So thank you, DS Jackson. Apologies it took us so long. Uh, to read it, uh, we didn't expect to get anything from Linktree, so yeah, I, didn't, Sean, I, didn't, so. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. So yeah, and let it be the last time that you guys donate to Linktree. Actually, <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a correct way to do this, and this isn't. And, and, and what's the way again, Sean? Venmo at s e a n s n t p o d. Mm, there you go. Talk wow. to him. I saw somebody post on the subreddit. The title was. Sean with Venmos, and then it's uh, Bernie Sanders with a gun. He says, I'm no longer asking. (laughs) (laughs) We got to share that. That's accurate. Man, but uh, that is it for this week. And of course, as usual, if you like what we do, consider leaving a review. Uh, We love reading them. Uh, If you want to leave one on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Venmo, really leave a review, Spotify, (laughs) or Venmo. Or, or, or you can go to our website, redditonwiki.com. There's a review section there if you'd like to leave one. Uh, or if you want to get more um, content, consider being a patron. The trial, come and gone. If you checked it out, hopefully you stuck it out with us. Um, you get exclusive access to bonus stories, bonus episodes. You see me drink the sani and almost cried. Um, but really, the cheapest... It was disgusting. <laughs> uh, really, the cheapest way to support us, share our stories um, with your friends and family. Tag us on your posts on Instagram, TikTok, or X, or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, but yeah, but really the best way to uh, for people to discover us is through word of mouth. Um, but other than that, we'll see you this Friday for another Am I the Asshole episode. But till then, love ya. Toodles. Bye. Later. Get therapy.